Yo, what's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Cash Poly Presents Lowered Expectation Reviews. This is your review show where we discuss recent stories and entertainment and offer our thoughts on the movies, TV shows, comic games, things we're paying attention to we think you should check out or avoid. I'm your host, Malik, a.k.a. The Harlem Sun, and I'm joined, as usual, by my Cash Poly brethren, Justin, a.k.a. The Base Panda God, and Agent Double O Joe. What's going on, fellas? What's up? What's up? It's been a while. It's been a while. We haven't uh, we haven't done this. I'm I'm happy to finally get us back on uh, again, whose fault so we is can uh, chop it up for you guys over the summer. I don't care whose fault it is. I'm not I'm not calling I'm not calling anybody out, but you continue to do that. Oh, I, I, you, you shouldn't. No, I'm not. I'm not going to. I'm not going to call anybody good, good. out. I'm not going to. I'm not going to take blame. Good. I'm not going to take blame. I'm not going to hand out blame. This just is what it is. Okay. Good, good. Yeah, right? yeah. It is good. good. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> quote the great Cameron it is what it is um but we are we are joined today I'm happy to say we are joined today by a very very good friend of mine um friend of the show uh we have been on his show uh three Hokage's podcast before or oh, except for myself and Justin have been on his show before um and he and I have been friends for over 20 years went to school together you know and now he is pioneering one of uh, a very um one of the very like successful, I would say one of the first successful black owned uh, subscription box businesses, which I want to give him an opportunity to talk about. We've plugged it here on the show. Everybody, please give a warm, warm welcome to my friend and soon to be yours, Hanif. I don't know what your, I don't know what your AKA is going to be when you join the show, <laughs> because on your three Hokage show, you don't actually, you guys don't have a Hokage name. So do you do, no. do you have a Hokage name or is it just Hanif? No, it's just, it's, I mean, Hokage is just the title, but it's just Hanif. So that's, Yeah, so you yeah. should have a, a name that kind of goes with it. Who, how, how am I going to look if I'm giving myself a nickname? That's something I, I'll, I'll allow the audience to view and part myself and well, we, we live up to it or not. <laughs> We do that here, unless I, I. Well, Joe, Joe, I just went with Agent Joe because we used to do a show called Agents of Helm together, so it was. It I like just kind Double of O Joe. That sounds pretty smooth. I, I think you yeah. should run with that. Yeah, yeah, I, I made that. Damn, Joe, you can't even get so credit he, for it. So he's <laughs> taking all the credit for he's it. Trying, he's trying to tell you, he's like, I just, I gave Joe his name. I think I can give you yours. I gave Joe his name. Look, I mean, for the purpose, break his arm, patting himself on the back, pretty soon. For the, well, I have a bad shoulder, so it's already broken. <laughs> but for the purposes of this show, I'm going to come up. By the end of the show, we're going to have a name for you, Anif. It's going to that's a, that's okay. definitely going to happen. Okay. Um, because I need to be able to introduce you like that. But anyway, um, so like I mentioned, Anif joining us. Uh, he's going to be a guest on the show today. Uh, he's going to run through all of the all of the, the topics with us. But what you're really here for, one of the things that I really wanted you to get an opportunity to to talk about is your work um, in the subscription box business with Otaku Noir. So um, like I said, we've plugged it already. So got to give everybody a rundown as to what Otaku Noir is, you know, what, what kind of things you're working on, what you're doing with it, and where you're looking to take it. Okay, I uh, appreciate it. Uh, Otaku Noir Collection, uh, you can find us on Instagram at Otaku Noir, O-T-A-K-U-N-O-I-R. Uh, pretty much is a black-owned subscription box company. Each box is a different theme. Uh, we come out every quarter. So for those that don't know, that's every three months. Uh, my next box comes out in September. Uh, so each box, uh, this current box, is going to be video game-based. So we're going to have a lot of collectibles in there around different video game lore. So we have some Final Fantasy. Uh, we got the Mario stuff in there. Uh, we got Halo, I believe. 
Um, it's just a lot. Honestly, there's over 15 different things going in the box from lanyard badges, posters, uh, comics, uh, T-shirts, um, things like that, stickers that I, off the top of my head, I wouldn't even I couldn't even list how many different things and what they are inside the box. I just know there's 15 different things on my list. Um, each box is $60. However, we're running a sale because it's my company uh, that is got 20% off. So actually the boxes are $40 uh, up until August 27th, which is the end of the sale and the end of the video game theme. Uh, we haven't let anyone know yet, but starting in September, uh, which will be the beginning of our December box or our last box of the, of the year, will be based around Stranger Comics. I'm not sure if anyone's familiar with Stranger Comics, but we'll, we'll collaborate. We literally got off a Zoom meeting with them maybe about an hour earlier. We're going to be doing a Zoom, a uh, Stranger Comics slash Otaku Noir collaboration where everything in the box is uh, from that company. So it's a lot of different things we're working on with the giveaways and stuff are. Um, you know, the thing, I think what's special about our box is that we're trying to create a Comic-Con experience, again, with lanyard badges, um, books, swag, and giveaways. Um, last time we gave away, um, oof, we gave away an autographed a canvas print from Ozzy Oz the Virus. It was about a three to three by four foot canvas print. Um, this time we're giving away uh, several different items. Uh, we're giving away a custom PlayStation 5 controller, hoodie. Um, we have uh, several, I think about seven independent games that's on a thumb, thumb drive that you can upload to your laptop or Steam Deck. Uh, also a custom mini arcade game cabinet as well those are all items that we're giving away as part of our uh, raffle for one lucky subscriber so again you know forty dollars you get yourself an awesome box with a t-shirt comics uh and different collectibles all from people of color and they also entered into the contest to win those aforementioned items so again it's otakunoir.com right yes otakunoir.com uh, make sure you use the promo code CASHPOLY to get yourself free shipping. So not only will you have the 20% off this month, but you'll also get free shipping if you use the promo code CASHPOLY, all one word. Um, so, you know, why not? And we also have a firm less uh, setup, so that way if you can't afford the $40 now, you can, if you qualify through a firm, you can, you know, pay it down on uh, four easy installment payments. Yeah, it works for me. Exactly, exactly. So, I I can and I can attest to it. I've gotten my boxes. I think I'm I've gotten a few boxes, and I'm part of the subscription service. Um, yep. And I love I love my box. Um, my daughter loves my box because she typically takes the shirt. Whatever whatever apparel comes in my box, my daughter <laughs> takes it. She takes it. Okay. She takes the shirt. So she's rocking it at her campus. Um, the lanyards, all of that stuff. I basically okay. get stick. I basically come home with stickers uh-huh. that I can just. <laughs> And, and maybe like you know anything that I'm able to hide away from people before before they actually rip through it because now they know what it is when it says a talk in the war. Get a PO box. Yeah, I'm gonna first. Need the PO box that you can send it to. <laughs> um, but yeah, I absolutely you know 100 percent um, uh, you know support this. I think this is a great great opportunity, and I'm even hoping that we are able to get some some of our stuff. Uh, into the box at, at some point. Yeah, whenever time, whenever some you point guys are ready soon. to have the stickers, promo cards, you know, you're gonna, you have a comic that you're working on, you have a novel that you're working on, you know, let us know. We, again, our box is, is, think of Loot Crate but blacker. You know, we we yeah. work with all uh, creators of color, so it's not, uh, I mean, even though I say blacker, but I, we still have uh, artwork, we still had uh, content made from. Uh, People who aren't black, they ain't white, but they they ain't black. <laughs> <laughs> they don't need my brown they brothers don't, they inside don't that box. 
If you got melanin, come on through. <laughs> if he was on the losing end of the Alabama brawl, don't come through. That's... <laughs> you already got your box. You go you to your loot crate. That's loot crate. That's oh, so y'all should, def- y'all should definitely put a replica of the white chair in one of the boxes. Um, uh, one of the upcoming actually, boxes. Actually, that is going to be a uh, spoiler alert. That is going to be one of the pins. We have a phase giving pin that has a nice. folding chair that's going to be inside this upcoming box. Nice. Given nice, uh, nice. August fifth, twenty twenty three, is a pin that's inside. Literally, those came in Monday. So yeah, we we have that in there. We're on it. We're on it. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> I wanted I, I wanted that to be on August sixth, just because they have January sixth. So I wanted us to have oh, wow. August sixth. You know. <laughs> um, wow. The one time we we, worked, we didn't work on color people time. We we, we arrived. I know exactly. We happened to be early. early that day, right? <laughs> wow. Oh man. Well, thanks so much, man. Again. Um, Happy to happy to be partnering with you on this on this journey. And again, uh, if you when you when you make your order on tacunoir.com, use the promo code Cash Poly. You get free shipping on your order to just the United States. If you live in Canada, or you know, if you just happen to not live in the Actually, US, wherever then, wherever we ship to, if it gets free shipping. So if you live in, uh, oh, we have really? Canadian customers. So if you live in Canada, no, you get free shipping on this first order if you use Cash All right. Poly as the promo code. All right, so that one listener that we have in Bahrain, you know, you can do it too. There you go. There you go. <laughs> All right, fellas. So uh, we're going to start getting into, we, we got a good show for you lined up for today. Um, today, we're going to be doing lists. Everybody loves a list. We're going to be doing our, our favorite list. It's just about the end of the summer. Um, you know, we're, we're recording this in the middle of August. Uh, we've gone through a lot of our, you know, seen a lot of movies, seen a lot of TV over the course of the summers, and I wanted everybody to give an opportunity to, to talk about their list of the best and worst experiences in movies and TV. But before we get into that, we've got some headlines to discuss, some, some recent things that, that I wanted to jump into. Uh, so I'm going to start here. Um, as you guys know, uh, Blue Beetle is coming out at the end of this week, uh, the Blue Beetle, the DC uh, Universe film, and it's being touted as the first official movie of the new DC uh, cinematic universe. So everything that happened before Flash um, was, I guess, you know, was a trial run, I guess, if you want to call it that. Then James Gunn came in, and now this movie will kick off the DC universe. Um, but we know that James Gunn is actually, it was a recent article, um, James Gunn has not been heavily involved in the making of Blue Beetle. And it probably just aligns with the timing he was doing Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Um, and then he came on while this was already in production. But that leads me to a question that I, I'm going to pose to Hanif. I'm going to start, well, start off with you as our guest. Um, as the first official movie of the DC Cinematic Universe, can Blue Beetle do for DC what Iron Man did for Marvel? It can, but there's a bigger question of will it? Because the thing with Iron Man is that there was nothing really substantial before that. I mean, you can say, okay, well, the Blade or the well, the, the Dolph Lundgren uh, Punisher movie. I mean, that's all Marvel properties, but it didn't. It wasn't part of a, a cohesive universe. Um, right. I think Blue Beetle can be that jump off point if they kind of Easter egg or hint towards. A greater universe if it's just like if it's just like um shazam one where it's just focused solely on that character that world then it can really just be seen as a one-off it doesn't there's nothing else to think that it's going to be leading towards a 
I don't know, black lightning or static shock or anything else within a DC property that's gonna that we're gonna see coming soon. I mean, I don't the way the theme is for uh, Blue Beetle, I can't see that vibing with say Robert Pattinson's Black Batman. Like these are entirely different universes, and I think it's. I think DC will hurt itself trying to be like Marvel and try to make it into one big universe. There's nothing wrong with having different properties, but not all of it tying together. There's nothing. I don't think there's a problem with that. Let it let it rock on its own. We don't need to have crossovers for every movie that comes out. I I agree, and I think that there's a there's a I think that there's value there's value in doing it that way. But then obviously there's the there's the the the, the fan service of having heroes show up in one um <clears throat> the hero that you saw in show a showing up in show b and then like the combination and bringing bringing scenes together justin i want to come over to you because uh i need actually what do you think it will actually do for dc what iron man did for, did for marvel no <laughs> and, <laughs> so for a number of reasons so first off you're gonna look at the star power of the people involved I mean, the biggest actor in this movie so far is what, George Lopez? It's a far cry from uh, Robert Downey Jr. You know? That's probably true. And given his history, it was not a far... I mean, Robert Downey Jr. had a wealth of his own knowledge to fall back on to play Tony Stark. You know? Former recovering (laughs) alcoholic, womanizer. I mean, the man was born for this. So, it's like... And... True. Even... I mean, I mean... Even the most, you know, I want to say people who are not really into superhero movies right now, I do believe we're having a fatigue because it seems like every week there's somebody popping up. But I want to say that Iron Man is much more uh, well-known than Blue Beetle. Like, if I'm launching a new universe, I'm not, you know, I'm not, Blue Beetle is not the, the foundation I'm building it on. It's going yeah. to have to be amazing in order for to get people in the theater. I mean, and I'll say this like, you know, if people show up for it, maybe this could be to, to what Black Panther was. It was just, you know, it was hyped up by the people who were behind it. But I don't really see too many people going to see it. And it came out in August, so that really kills this momentum. Yeah, and, and and that's that's why I think it's interesting that they've they've continued to say like it's a tent it's the tent pole. Like James Gunn has called this the first official DC, you know, DCU cinematic universe release. Like that they're using Blue Beetle as the as as the as the launching pad. Um, but I do think I do find it interesting that the first movie to launch this this DC universe is starring a you know primary person of color, right, and the, an entire cast. Of, of people of color um and joe i know you um when we first started seeing the trailers for it you heard about blue beetle like you were interested in, you were interested in it you know primarily because of that um do you think in terms of like the the popularity of the character um even not knowing much about the, the comic book version of the character the popularity of the ca- character will allow it to expand and extend to actually drive the the fans to see another you know, another Blue Beetle movie or another Batman movie or just, just, just extend that universe? Well, first, I just want to say, you know, Latinos finally got a superhero and it's a Beetle. <laughs> um, to, you know, I wish we would have, like, aimed a little higher. You know, it's a Beetle. Um, 
Am I excited for it? Yes. I, I'm excited for it. Do I think it's going to be, you know, I have to agree a little bit with Justin. It, it's not, Blue Beetle is not a household name. At least I don't think so. Maybe, for you people, know, I will say amongst the current comic book readers Justice, and things like that. Maybe. Yeah, maybe it is. Um, but I, yeah, I don't think it's going to, I'm hoping it does well and I'm hoping it can launch. But again, we don't know what the plans are yet. I don't know. Is this, is this going to be the first part of getting a, a new Justice League together um, or a new, you know, DC team? And we don't, they really haven't unveiled much when it comes to that. Yeah. So, you know, again, when I really know in the direction, I mean, I'm, I'm hoping it does well, but the August release doesn't help. The mid August release doesn't help. Um, a character that's not, maybe it's well known against current, you know, younger current comic book readers yeah but i think overall the average movie goer is not familiar with that character yeah i actually remember walking so i think that's gonna hurt i remember being in the theater a couple of weeks back and i was walking past we were we were leaving the movie whatever movie we were seeing and the poster for blue beetle was up and there was a guy oh yeah i saw you had the pop yeah (laughs) watching the youtube video you see the joe has the pop of blue beetle there was a guy walking past it and he wasn't even sure whether Blue Beetle was DC or Marvel. Like he was literally like trying to look it up on his phone because he didn't know where the mm. character came from. He had no clue. It says it right on the poster. You know? I mean, it's a, I don't know if it said it. Yeah, I don't know if it was clearly the poster. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I explained it, but it was DC. But um, yeah, so it was interesting that. And Justin, you, you you made a good point about like fatigue, superhero fatigue, which we're hearing. Which you know, if you've listened to you know a bunch of. Casters, uh, that's there's been a lot of talk about uh, superhero fatigue across all of these movies, which the MCU is definitely definitely has a hand in. Um, but specifically DC, you guys think there's fatigue around the main the to their main characters have all had movies, have all had TV shows, have all had have all you know appeared in a bunch of different things. Is there fatigue around those characters? Because to me, I feel like you can't do a DC universe right without superman without batman without um wonder woman it feels like there's not just fatigue about that but there might just be fatigue overall about like those characters how can you reboot the reboot a a, a franchise universe and your main characters are already so saturated that people don't even want to see it so i'm I'm interested to see that just see where i go go ahead no i was gonna say um as far as the superhero fatigue I think it is because it's like it feels like you know you're rebooting the same show or same movie, uh, even though it's a different plot uh, and different actor or actresses playing these characters. For example, Batman. I mean, we've gotten I think five different Batman since the since the, the late '80s. Um, we got three me, in like one movie. Many... In the Flash alone, we got three <laughs> Batman. Okay. <laughs> First of all, we're not gonna we're gonna we're not gonna acknowledge that film even existed. That. <laughs> <laughs> you you already messed up when you didn't you didn't hire the guy who plays the Flash for the last eight years on on CW. I think you already had a market right there. You just swoop in, take him. You don't need to bring it all to everyone else. Just take him and put him as as a character. I mean, that's a whole other episode on how they fumbled the bag with that <laughs> that movie. But to get sidetracked, I think it is a bit of a fatigue when you know, every two or three years we get another uh, uh, remake, a reintroduction of these characters. Um, I think them using Blue Beetle maybe an ups- maybe is too obscure of a character. 
I think if they would use another one of the Justice League uh, individuals, Black Green Lantern, um, as as an intro or jump off point, would have been better better suited, I, I think. But maybe they're focusing more on the youth, like Justin said, Young Justice. You know, stuff is those cartoons uh, been on HBO Max, Cartoon Network. Maybe they're focusing on that audience. I don't know what their lineup is going to be going forward. I know they have a Superman movie. Um, supposed to be in the works with a new uh, person that's going to take Henry Cavill's place but I don't know if this is going to be a continuation of the last Superman or is this going to be an entirely new you know Boyd just fell down in, into the, uh, the farmlands of Kansas and I'm, I'm no I don't know if it's going to be that thing we got to suffer through and watch Kevin Cosma be uh, a Papa Kent again or something like that <laughs> we just get him. I'm already busting up people in Metropolis and we, we jump in as an audience and, and watch it from there. I prefer that rather than have to sit through an introduction and how the person gets their powers and overcomes the first hurdle. Miss me with that. Totally agree with you, Anif. I can't sit through another uh, Batman's parents. Dwayne's getting killed again yeah. and again. Yeah. <laughs> it comes up at every every movie it comes up. And so, it's got to be done like, right. Yeah, well, you know you lost your parents. Mm-hmm. Well, they, they didn't do that in Robert right. Pattinson's movie, though. They didn't do that in Robert Pattinson's one. They wasn't which... alive, were they? No, no, no. They weren't alive. Oh, I was gonna say, they, say they, didn't, they didn't. Re, <laughs> they didn't re, retell oh, okay, that story. They they right. kind of set you in a in a time where, you know, Pattinson Batman was already Batman two kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I like and I actually, I enjoyed that Batman. I don't. I wouldn't say he's the best Batman, but I enjoyed the story. I enjoyed the mystery of who's the Riddler. Why is the Riddler doing what they're doing? I'd like. I'd like that addition of mystery to that film they can't do that for every superhero movie which i understand but as being the world's greatest detective we finally get a movie where they see his detective abilities you know come in you know it felt like you're blacking seven with a man in a cape yeah that's Mm -hmm. that's, which is fine for me i mean if they do another one like that with a different character clayface all for it but we don't need to bring them together. We don't need Blue Beetle in the movie with him. Yeah. Okay. No. That no, makes sense. Guess, yeah, I don't think the, that makes sense. Yeah. The, the vibe that Blue Beetle gives off, it feels too light-hearted to be in part of Robert Patterson's world. Like maybe if George Lopez and 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 Abuela get get murked at the end of this by Susan Sarandon, <laughs> it gets real dark. Who rolls up? No, uh, uh, Robert Patterson. No, hey, hey I, I was looking for someone to help. <laughs> sure, but if it's not, no. At the end of the day, everyone gets comes together. They ha- they they sit down like family, like they're part of the uh, 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 what's what's Toretto's from Fast, Fast Cruise. Yeah, they'll yeah, sit, Fast down, Fast, they'll yeah. sit down and have some Coronas and like, oh, thank you. <laughs> it's not good. Then, yeah. I really don't want them to do the George Lopez open sequence where they all jumping up and down like on a trampoline. Oh, oh you're going to hear war. Yeah, Lord, you know you're going to hear Lowrider. That's going to play. <laughs> I think it's in his contract yeah. that everything he does. It's like, yo, that's my theme song. But, so. but Haneev, I think you're on the right track there. I think it has the Blue Beetle has a very Marvel feel to it from the trailers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Looks mm-hmm. like it's going to be very... Family friendly uh, superhero. It looks movie. like Miss Marvel. Yeah. It's very yeah, colorful. It looks like it, lo- it looks like it's going to be like, yeah, very colorful. Like it's going to be. It looks like it's going to be a Marvel movie, or very uh, the you know Warner Brothers version of a Marvel movie. Right. Uh, hopefully, it, I would. I don't know enough about Blue Beetle to say. Oh well, it's stuck to the comic book. They can change it all they want. They may or may <laughs> not introduce Booster Gold. 
it wouldn't I'm, affect me because I, I yeah so. i was gonna say i'm glad you said that i'm actually i'm i'm probably the, the historian of the blue beetle so i'm i'm hoping i'm gonna be checking for that i'm going to so be if, well if we don't get a text from you saying i stormed out <laughs> then it's okay yeah. well this, this it is, he's just gonna say he hated it <laughs> He's gonna say he hated it. This is a cocaine bear worthy. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we definitely know that it's not gonna. Fall. I mean, this is this is the Jaime Jaime Reyes version. You still have Ted so Court. Not gonna see the, the Ted Court. He might have Court Industries. Court. Oh damn! There's multiple versions of Blue Beetle. Yeah, I yeah, had he, no he was white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's a yeah, he was initially. Oh. He's, um, well, I think because it's a scarab, itself, right? So the scarab can select the, the scarab can select who it wants to be the champion. You know, it's not a scarab. So. See, uh, that's where they screwing up already. They call it a scarab. They call it a scarab. They call it a scarab in the movie. I that's know, all, I'm, but I'm that's what I'm saying. They already screwing up already. So I'm not spoiling. I'm not spoiling it. Don't spoil it before the movie comes out. No, I'm not. Justin already I, hates I, it. Mm-hmm. It's not a scarab. No, with Brendan Fraser. As far as the people that are seeing the movie are concerned, it's a scarab. Okay? I'm Hoteppers in the movie. Scarabs all over this joint. Listen. Don't get Justin started. I'm, I'm not, not going to ruin it. I'm just saying it's off to that. You need Ted Cord in there. And I think that's where he works at, right? He works for Cord Industries. I, yeah, that's why I said I think Court Industries is in there, but I don't think it's going to well, have the same impact. It needs to, um, but we'll, we'll see. We'll is see. Is that Susan Sarandon by any chance? Did they gender bend it and make her? I'm, I'm, that's what I'm afraid of. Tamala Court or something like that? <laughs> I'm, I don't think that's her name. Or, we'll I see. We'll know. see. All I know I is I, am, all right. I got my we'll eye on it. it I got, that's all I'm going to say. Well, one one well, question for mm-hmm. Joe before we switch. As far as I know, you have referenced Black Panther, and I guess when Black Panther came out, Everyone black was pretty much on it, which you know, there's no problem. I'm wondering, I haven't seen or haven't heard any marketing as in regards to it as far as trying to cater more or focus more towards a Latino market for uh, uh, Blue Beetle. Like, is it more heavily uh, aired on the Latin uh, airwaves as far as radio and television, or is just we getting the same we getting the same treatment as everyone else? It's like it's not being treated as a as a an event kind of movie. So to be on to be honest, I wouldn't know if they put it on the on the Latin radio because I said <laughs> don't listen to the station okay. um, here in New York. I don't listen, um, but I mean, just even though they're Mexican and I'm not Mexican, it's just nice to see that you know that there is a, a Latino superhero. So I think I think the the Latino crowd is going to go check it out just to see. And plus, you got the kid from uh, you got um. Zola Maradueña from uh, Cobra Kai in it, so I think a lot of young people recognize him. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, you know, as Miguel Diaz from from Cobra Kai. So I'm hoping that helps it out. Uh, I really want to. I first, I really want. I want it to be good, and I want it to do well. Because if it if it doesn't do either one of those things, I don't. I you know, it's really gonna put it uh put it in a bad spot for you know future. Latino heroes. I know Bad Bunny's got his movie coming out at some point uh, for Marvel. <laughs> I forget which character he's playing. Some wrestler. Um, but hmm? I think he's a wrestler. Like some kind of. I think his character. Yeah, is a yeah. Wrestler. I don't know if that's an actual character. Or they just made it up for the movie, but yeah. But yeah, he's got his coming out. I don't know when, but um, I I just feel like they have to do well because if they don't, um, it does the future won't look bright. And you know the same thing with uh, Shang Chi. Shang Chi had to do well yeah. because if it didn't, 
they're not it's they're gonna be like, oh this doesn't work right we got to go back to the to the formula well, white person with brown face so, yes yes i would say they couldn't yeah. they couldn't they, 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 they couldn't do shang chi the way they did iron fist i think that, that was gonna that was gonna fly no that was um, right <laughs> yeah like if you really wanted to get the Latin community behind it, they should have, they should have had Gabriel Iglesias somewhere in there. How do you know he's because not? Oh he my might god, they love him. Might they, love, they love him. He could be the villain. <laughs> it's, it's it's crazy. Yeah. Oh yeah, a villain named Fluffy. Can you imagine him being the villain? <laughs> that would be insane. CGI him. Listen, CGI. <laughs> do anything with CGI. He may have a cameo. He may have a cameo AI. Anything. You, you could know. do anything. Ah uh, yes, Susan oh, Sarandon is Victoria Cord, and the oh, other girl yeah. is Jenny Cord. So yes, Ted will hopefully appear at the end. My, she dies, and her son Ted takes the business. That's there you go. Or maybe that's, that's his wife and took over. And Becky G is in there. Everybody loves her. So there you go. Yeah. Oh, uh, Becky G. That, I don't remember seeing her in she's the trailer. She's the voice of the scarab. Oh, she's the voice <laughs> of the AI. That's right. That's right. Oh, Doesn't she's, count. she's not in it then. It's her voice, Malik. Whatever. It's cool. Okay. Okay. Malik. That's like saying Vin she's going to sing. Like saying Vin Diesel's in the, in, uh, the Scarab will sing. Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's gonna sing. I don't. I no. But the, well, you said she's, she's in it. She's not really in it. You know. Oh, I'm. I'm pretty sure she has a song on the soundtrack. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. probably so. All right. Um, so next up, we have uh, Disney Plus is um, increasing. Uh, I don't know if you guys know this. Your Disney Plus memberships are increasing in October. Um, the premium membership for Disney Plus is going from $10.99 to $13.99, uh, starting in October. Um, the non-premium, like ad, which I didn't even know there was a non-ad mm-hmm. version of, of Disney Plus, I had no clue. Um, but that's currently $7.99. That's staying at $7.99. Um, but in addition to that increase, Disney Plus is also going the Netflix route, and in 2024, they're going to be. Uh, restricting password sharing and account sharing and all that good stuff in the same way that Netflix did it. Um, so at $13.99, this puts Disney Plus in the premium um, streaming service level. Like this puts it on par with like obviously Netflix, um, your the the higher versions of Hulu and it like completely separates itself from like the Paramount Plus, uh, which is still like four ninety nine five ninety nine or something like that. It's it like really puts it in its own premium tier. They joined with Showtime, despite the fact that I think that the model itself, the Disney Plus model, is very similar to Peacock and Paramount Plus because it plays exclusive content from its brand. It's not like a Netflix where it plays you know stuff from everywhere. And so I'm, I'm starting, and then given, you know, how we, I'm sure we all have felt about, you know, Secret Invasion or, you know, where some of the, some of the imprints are going. And everybody, I'm sure all of us are to some degree excited about Ahsoka and that, you know, what's coming with the Star Wars stuff. Is Disney Plus worth it? Like, is the model worth the, worth the cost? And what's the, you know, what, what, are, what are we thinking about, like, you know, where this is, where, you know, the House of Mouse is going with this? Because... I'm really starting to think about, you know, cutting my losses when it comes to Disney Plus and just, you know, finding a way to stream Ahsoka. Well, I mean, how how does that affect people who have the bundle? Because I have the bundle. I don't know. I haven't. I haven't I have yet. Disney Plus, ESPN Plus, and Hulu. And Hulu. Yeah, I haven't yet heard how it's impacting those individuals. Um, 
I'm guessing it'll have an impact. It'll probably, you know, increase in price for those who have the bundle um, as well, right? You know, most likely. Um, but yeah, so well, it's not. It didn't. It's well. Do you said the non-advertising? I mean, the advertising stays at seven ninety nine, and the non-advertising is jumping from ten ninety nine to thirteen ninety nine. Right. Yeah, I just think people just keep the advertising one. I don't think most. I, I like I said until I read the article about. It, I didn't even know the advertising one existed. I had no no clue that you could. I have, you could watch I Disney know, Plus with ads. What what Disney Plus show has ads? Because I I mean I watched Secret Invasion and none I didn't have any ads. They, well, that's what I'm saying. It's, built-in breaks. It's likely that they could. Is the whole point is oh. that if you had that lower version, they would have ads. But I don't have. I mean I I don't I don't know what version I have. I have the bundle and I, for the bundle I paid fourteen ninety nine a month. Yeah, I think I think so, the bundle is probably by default yeah. it's going to be premium. I think if you had the standalone, because I have standalone or you know non bundled version of, of Disney, it's a, apparently it's premium. Because again, I, like Malik, I didn't know it. It came with commercial or the possibility of commercials. Um, I don't think Disney Plus is worth it, but at the same time, I don't see myself canceling it. Like I'm not going to outright drop it, but I can see myself lowering myself down to. The uh, path, no password. The uh, advertisement-based one, because there's not many things that's on there that I need to watch regularly. Like Ahsoka, boom. Mandal- um, uh, Mandalorian comes out, boom. I watch it. The, the MCU films, I either I've seen it in the theater or when it comes out, I can casually watch it whenever. But I don't think it needs to be like I have to see it without the um, the, the commercials. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's why I just found it interesting because it definitely feels like like to your point, like I watch I, I don't have the stars app. Um, but I, I don't regularly have a stars app. But like when the new season of power comes out, you know, I'll get stars for like three months or for however long that's gonna last, so I can watch that show and then I'll cancel it, right? But that to me is I think stars is like six bucks, you know. This is fifteen. This is damn near fifteen dollars a month mm-hmm. for for content where you really just—I mean, you're a Star Wars fan, you're an MCU fan, you're a Disney. Like, I get it. Like, Disney's—you know—they've got their, they've got a stranglehold on so much content. But how much are you really checking for? Like, Joe, Joe when you when you go to Disney Plus, like, are you—is there anything other than like Secret Invasion or Ahsoka or Mandalorian that you're actually looking for, or do you go there to no. browse? No, not really. I watch, uh, I watch, uh, I watch the shows, and that's it. Uh, I even watch Hot Shots, or Big Shots mm-hmm. on Disney Plus. But uh, the other stuff, uh, yeah, I don't. I mean, the movies, I own all of those already for the most part, so I don't watch it for that. Um, it's just mostly the shows. Yeah, I think if you have younger children, it's probably a good pick because you have a, a whole yeah. smorgasbord of. Disney content from movies to the regular, you know, 30 minute TV shows and stuff. Um, for me, outside of the Marvel Star Wars stuff, I, I do watch National Geographic. So I'll watch, they have a, like a two or three season documentary about different things in the ocean. So about you know, shipwrecks and things like that. I think it's called Draining the Ocean. That to me is, is really good. Um, I can watch it with or without commercials. I don't, I mean, at this point, we've all grown up watching commercials in our, in our youth. So having a, 90 minute 90 second break in between something is not going to deter me from watching a, a program it's, i mean it, gives, it gives, now gives me a chance to go into the kitchen get something come back 
Oh no, I'm, I'm a first world. I'm a first world problem type of person nowadays. I can't do no commercials anymore. In my, life. <laughs> my life, my life, like getting 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 bogged down with commercial. Like my wife and I, my daughter, we watched we watched a show on a free form called Cruel Summer, um, mm-hmm. and that even if you watched it on Freeform or if you watched it on Hulu, like it came with commercials. It's one of the reasons why I don't, I typically don't watch Hulu. Um, just because I, I didn't buy the premium package of Hulu that has no ads. So anytime a commercial comes on with Hulu, I just like get upset and you know, walk away. And if that started happening for like, if, if I was watching Ahsoka and there was commercials in Ahsoka, I'd like, Ooh, that, that, would bother, that would bother me to my core. Um, Justin, what about you? What do you do? You currently have Disney Plus, sir. That's why I stay quiet. I, I don't pay for that stuff. <laughs> you don't pay for streaming. So you, so that, if, if it was if it was fifteen dollars or two fifty, you'd be like, Justin, nah, it's I, I fine. Want no, I, I want no Rico charge from Disney. <laughs> exactly. I'm not. I'm not. I, I know when to shut up. And uh, not like, I watch all that shit. I don't pay for it. <laughs> Uh, Which yeah. goes into the password protection. Yeah. Like, I, I don't. How are they going to enforce the password crackdown? And, and, we've and already listen. Them? We've already found a way around. Well, they did it with Netflix. We've already they, found they, ways they, they haven't done it with me, but I'm trying to figure out how they're gonna how they did yeah. it for how they did it for y'all. <laughs> you gonna have to ask them because it's, it's straight over here. <laughs> this administration is okay. Um, you know, we use VPN clients. I, I'm gonna test. So it. I, I want to test it. I was trying to test it now that my daughter's away back at, way in college. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to test it with her to like have her, you know, use Netflix, the, and then that's and not going to work. I was going to say the one caveat but, is um, it does. So what they don't tell you. So this is the one thing they don't tell you. If you have the Netflix Ultra, which I think is like the nineteen ninety nine plan, oh, you're exempt. Yeah, they don't tell you that. Um, you you don't the password sharing because they, they got all your money. You're on the highest tier. So I think, um, but that does allow you to watch it on six six TVs at once. So mm-hmm. that, that might, be, uh, but is that is that what's coming through the T-Mobile? I think T-Mobile offered a a, a package. Yeah, don't go through Netflix. T-Mobile. Is don't, that the... don't, they, no. <laughs> don't don't go through T-Mobile. Hey, I get a discounted rate. It's with T-Mobile not, and yo, it's package. not. It's not a discount. Don't get me started on that. It's not a discount. I've already researched that. It's not a discount. <laughs> In order for that, okay, real quick. In order to get that discount, you have to sign up for their 5G plus 5G Go plan. Whatever your uh-huh. plan is right now, it raises it by $20. So t- if you want to look at it, them giving you Netflix for free, it's really that $20 you could have. $20. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's not. And I was like, oh, this is a scam. It's all this so Justin, you're saying, you're saying they need to upgrade to the 4K, 4K Netflix. If you so choose, yes, and then you're exempt because well, I already pay seventeen ninety nine, which is two more dollars. Yeah, so exactly, and that's what they're banking on. So I did just look it up, Joe. Yeah. Yes, your bundle is going up to twenty dollars. My Disney yes. Plus bundle. So it's like eleven ninety nine now. It's going to be raised. Oh uh, no, nah, I'm gonna cancel yeah. that then. So it's not worth twenty dollars um, a so month. So yes, to answer your original question, Malik, no, it's not worth paying. I I agree with you guys. I think when a new show comes on. I need to see Grogu and his adventures, so you know I'm there. But mm-hmm. once it's over, I I forget Disney Plus exists. On the one time, maybe I wanted to feel nostalgic and watch The Rescuers. That was it. <laughs> wow, The Rescuers! Yeah, I'm showing my age here. Yeah, but, listen. Nah, I but he was on point. definitely, definitely, yeah. And I just feel like I feel like they're pricing out a lot of their people. 
a lot of their fan base. So I think even the beginning, what was I don't even remember, was it was it always like eleven ninety nine to start with? Seven ninety nine. No. It was it was it was it was much cheaper. It was much cheaper. So they said right yeah. now, uh, over the course of three years, it's doubled in price. Yeah. So yeah. yeah bye Also, I mean, they bought so much IP that. It boggles the mind. Yeah. It's, I guess maybe there's a legalities behind the scenes as far as what's available or streaming and stuff like that. I blame Willow. That you, you bought Fox, but I don't see Predator on <laughs> Disney Plus. Like the thing, like to me, that's where you can really um, show. Okay, this is worth double the price. Well, they put it on Hulu. Triple the price because is, is Disney owns Hulu now too. They, or they, as, they, as, they own a percentage yeah. of it. As as far as I knew, they yeah. were in talks mm-hmm. to buy it. If I recall, okay. that's why it's bundled together. They were just gonna. At this point, just you know, change the name like they like like Musk did with Twitter. Just put it all into one name and just. Uh, <laughs> what am I using two different apps here for? There you go. <laughs> Call it pretty much. Doo doo. Double so dipping. This... That's what they're doing. Yeah, the original Predator is on Hulu. Uh, well, I, I was no talking idea. about Prey. I, I know Prey. Oh, I know when saying. Prey released. Prey released directly on Hulu. Yeah, yeah Prey was good, yeah. but I'm yeah. yeah. Now I do um, pay for well I don't pay for Hulu either but I get it f- through Sprint so we're good. This guy's a savage. You get it free. Sprint, I mean I get it free. Sprint ain't even Sprint anymore. Well they grandfathered me over to T-Mobile, T-Mobile. so. Yeah, Predator's yeah. on Hulu. You got Predator yeah. one. But it does. Two. It's the commercial plan, so I never I rarely use it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just pop in. I pop in the 4K disc. I'm gonna watch uh, Predator. I think it's Predator. I think it's Hulu through HBO. I think it's like I have the Hulu slash HBO Max or mm-hmm. Max uh, bundle. So when I pulled up Hulu and searched for Predator, it has HBO's logo. I, the, uh, the I was gonna thumbnail. say I think so uh, all of these will be offset by I think like uh, either cable companies because they've started to get in on this cable companies or mobile, you know. Cellular companies will start bundling packages to entice people to come to them. Well, they're already yeah. The cellular companies are yeah. already doing it. So, and I think I think I, I read a, I read an article last week that said like for the first time in like um, recorded history, um, less than fifty percent of households are getting their content from cable providers. Like cable providers are like phasing out so fast now over these last. Good few home. years <laughs> where it used to be like night i remember i remember that number was at 94 percent. like 94 percent of of television of you know um you know people in this country either had a cables either had you know a television or a cable subscription um and now that number is down like under 50 percent uh from the like the ratings or whatever so yeah cord cutting is it's a thing <laughs> well, you're not getting it from cable but yeah. You're gonna. You have to pay five dollars for Peacock, five dollars for Paramount Plus, X dollars for yeah. this and that. I mean, it just they're milking every which well, way. Said if you, yeah, and if you the major right as I'm reading this, if you sign up for all the major streaming apps, you're paying about sixty six dollars a month. Yeah, so okay. Yeah, you're, you're just not giving it to Spectrum. You're giving it to each you know, one. Four different people now. Yeah, but. You gotta realize if it, I mean, technically, depending on the size of your household, if you divide that up, that does actually work out, you know. What in terms of the cost? If you can, if you can divide that cost, if you think about it, in most households, my kids don't pay anything. I was gonna say Malik's, Malik's daughter ain't yeah. paying nothing. Like my my kids don't pay shit. They just they just look to me to keep the damn keep the All keep right. the bank rolling. I don't know what you're talking about. Right, so dad, split, split it up between your checks, dad. Like come on, you can't split the damn cost. Cost don't split. 
Imagine that conversation you go to your kids. Hey, we're going to need you to pay for some of the Hulu that you're watching. <laughs> what? It's already bad don't enough. Don't you really love that Disney Plus? You really <laughs> love that Disney Plus, don't you? Dude, it's already bad enough. I'm, 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 I feel like I'm paying for my, my daughter's whole, like her whole, the whole wing of her freaking dormitory. They, they, all they do is watch my streaming services on her, on her computer. Well, there you go. Yeah. All yeah. them kids. At least already asked me. She was like, today she was like, Dad, I need all, I need you to write down all the passwords. <laughs> I was like, for what? That sounds secure. <laughs> Just the best one. I was like, for what? It's like, what am I supposed to watch when I'm up there? I'm like. <laughs> I don't know. Campus Textbook. TV. <laughs> Whatever they got on the campus network. Shit. She's like, I, I need the Netflix. I need the, the the Plex password. I need Disney Plus. Give her a Tubi account until I go home. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Tubi. It's free. It's Tubi. You get Tubi, Pluto. There you go. Crackle. Make it work. Right. Start watching intramural soccer. <laughs> Roku like, TV. Like she better get real familiar. Yeah. <laughs> She better get real Watch familiar that, uh, with them beer pong College football game from five years ago. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Oh, man. Well, hopefully you guys are okay with the – not you, just everybody's listening. You guys are okay with the um, – love to hear what you guys are thinking about this this price increase and this, up, this, this stuff because it's getting really expensive out here. All right. Last topic before we jump into our lists, which I'm so interested to see, to hear from you guys. Um – Barbie is on pace. I just read this today. Barbie is on pace to be Warner Brothers' highest grossing release ever. It's already surpassed Batman the Dark Knight as the most the highest grossing domestic release in Warner Brothers history. Just past that, I believe a couple of days ago, it just it surpassed 537 million, which uh, Batman uh, Dark Knight was at 536. So, so Barbie is now the highest-grossing domestic film in the history of Warner Brothers, and it doesn't have much to go. I think it's these. I think it needs to reach like seven hundred and thirty-six to be the most, the highest-grossing Warner Brothers film. Oh no, it's, it's got to go over a billion. But anyway, um, it's headed there. But meanwhile, Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning, Part One, and Indiana Jones Five are both on pace to lose $100 million in their box office. Don't get me started, man. This is, this this is, is a complete travesty. Well, well, Joe, I'm coming to you first, because this is like, to me, this is shocking. Like, I don't think any of us saw Barbie, right? I'm, I, I know, Joe, you and Justin, you, and I haven't seen it. So you didn't see it yet, honey, right? No, okay. I have no intention um, of seeing Barbie. Right. Well, luckily, you just didn't get nobody dragged you to see it because that's pretty much how I felt. Like a lot of guys, a lot of people wind up seeing is either their their children or their significant others drag them to see it because whatever. Because you know you just needed to take one for the team. Um, but what's what's going on here? Like I, it's it felt like at the very least these three would be it's Indiana Jones, it's Mission Impossible. Like these are known commodities that, if nothing else, you expected, you know, people, the fan bases would go see. But what's going on? What's going on with Barbie? What's going on with, and what's going on with Mission Impossible? Why do you think people aren't people aren't checking for Mission Impossible, Joe? I have no idea. I have no idea. With, with Tom Cruise's triumph last summer at the box office with the number one film of the year and uh, Top Gun Maverick. I don't understand why people did not turn out for Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning. I mean, 
Tom does this for us as movie fans, he puts his life on the line for us each and every time he goes out there to do a Mission Impossible movie. Puts his life on the line. Barbie kids toy. Now, I, I'm not surprised that it made more money than the Mission Impossible. I'm surprised how poorly Mission Impossible is do or has done this summer. I, I'm shocked. Um, I remember going to uh, uh, seeing it in the theater and like thinking, wow, where's where's everybody? <laughs> why why isn't this theater packed to see Mission Impossible? Um, Tom's already, Tom Cruise already built up all this goodwill. I mean, Top Gun Maverick was the movie last year. Mm-hmm. At least it was the movie of the summer, for sure. And making over a billion dollars easily. And, and Mission Impossible, no one turned, after Mission Impossible 7 was, I mean, a 6 was excellent. There was no reason not to turn out for MI7. So I, I don't understand it. I, I get that Barbie is a children's movie. Mostly, probably, a lot of kids went to see it thinking it's a children's movie. I understand it's quite the opposite. Um, it's not really meant for kids, um, from what I hear. But I, I can't. I can't explain it. I don't. I don't know. I mean, what the hell did Margot Robbie do? Did she? Did she do anything spectacular? This is Tom freaking Cruise, man. He jumped off a cliff for us. Jumped off a cliff. Did he? Or that was for himself? Because I really think at this point he makes those movies for him. Listen, he makes it for us, <laughs> so we can go see the movie and be amazed at at the, this feat of of, of daredevilism uh, stunt that he's going to pull off. Hey, if nothing else, Tom Cruise one up, and we didn't get to talk about this because we didn't re- we didn't do a review because um, we hadn't gotten a chance to, to, to connect on this, but. Tom Cruise did the same in Mission Impossible, did the same action sequence or in the same location as Fast 10, as Fast X. They both did a a, a driving scene you in robbed, Rome, yeah, but like, and he did you, it better. <laughs> yeah, he did it much better. He did you it. robbed, you, by not doing the review, you robbed me of all this stuff that I wanted to say about it. Because <laughs> it, 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 was, it was like, you got Tom Cruise, he's driving a car through Rome, and that and that set piece was a hundred times better than a movie that's supposed to be about cars, fast cars <laughs> going through uh, Rome. I mean, Tom Cruise did it much better. It was it much was. much better. And he and the thing the difference is he was actually driving the car, so that is that true. even adds even more. And he drove it one handed because he did it. He requested to be handcuffed to Haley Atwell, just like they were supposed to be, and he wanted to drive the car. With one hand. Mm. That scene and it was impressive. Like, like to me, Mission Impossible was impressive. I don't see a reason why 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 it didn't fail. But before before Justin and, and Honey, before I let you guys go, um, yeah. So Barbie is number one in the domestic box office for Warner Brother movies. It is right now third, or no, I'm sorry, it is second. It is second behind Harry Potter and the Deathly Hollows Part Two as the highest as the worldwide box office. Uh, highest grossing box office film in Warner Brothers history. So it's already surpassed every Harry Potter movie in terms of worldwide um, box office appeal. So this movie is (laughs) (laughs) this movie is taking the world by storm. I don't know how it beats Superman Quest for Peace. 
<laughs> this is I have no idea how that even happened. Oh man. I Justin, I know you have no interest in seeing this movie. I do not. And, and seeing Barbie. But, but what are your thoughts on on like why folks why why I mean the best mission did so bad. Best, why the Indiana best thing Jones I can so sum up and say is like like I think I heard somewhere else they said this was uh Black Panther for white women. They showed up. That's it. That's why it did so well. Mm. I was just like, you know, and I think I don't know. I, I can't even comment on what is I, I don't even know. I don't know how you made 90 minutes of this movie. I don't know what it's about anything, but they showed up for it. And I, it's funny. I actually heard uh, there's a woman at work today. Today's her birthday and her family is treating her to seeing that. So that's six people right there going to see this movie. In New York too. In New York, so, you know they yes. don't get no, they don't get no mm. cheap prices there. Yeah, no, that's 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 about a hundred dollars right there. More, <laughs> probably, because yeah. it's six of them. So, um, I I can't say. I don't know. I don't know what the appeal is. I can't imagine it's it's world breaking. You would, you saw it. You you tell us. No, I haven't seen oh, it. No? I tell you, I haven't seen it. No, no, my daughter, my. I was on the hook to see it, mm-hmm. and then luckily my daughter got called into work. So, <laughs> did you call her into work? Did you did you call her job? <laughs> like, yo, listen, no, she I'm, needs to work. Okay. <laughs> I wish I was that good. I wish I was that good, but no, I didn't. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just I when I saw it, I didn't. I never thought it was gonna be this this popular. I just never thought it was gonna go like this, and and, and have this much staying power. It's because it's not just the the one time it's the repeat viewers those are the people that are that are keeping this thing alive it's the people that are seeing this three two three four times um now this movie's been out for over a month and it's still has it been going pretty strong yeah i believe it's like week five kudos it came out the same day as oppenheimer i think oppenheimer came out I'm I'm mad. Those what? were my choices on that particular Friday. Like I had no interest in either. <laughs> yeah. I was like, man, no documentary or you got Barbie. Yeah, I was like, yeah. and it was like it was a tough choice for people. It was like, oh, why not see both? And I'm like, really? Well, according to AMC, over forty thousand people bought tickets to both on the same day. That's crazy. Does it just say a state yeah. of where we're at? Like there was nothing else playing that. You know, just it, it, well. It's also a movement. You know, the whole thing the Barbenheimer. Yeah, they marketed Oh my god, which one are you gonna see, Barbie or Oppenheimer? Blah 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 blah. blah. And they're uh, like, we're gonna see both. Yeah, I think social Whatever. media really got it. Got got their clutches into it and really hyped it up. Um, I have no intention of seeing it. And I figured that it was originally. I thought it was catered more towards little girls, but from the reviews or the commentary I've seen on social media, it seems to be more. It's not R rated, but it's definitely geared towards. I guess teens and adult women, um, and I think there were some parents that went in thinking it was going to be almost like a super kitty fun time movie, you know, spy kids kind of thing with Barbie, like that kind of level. But it, I guess the messaging in it was more over there, over a child's head, and so they were more you know, shocked or appalled by it. But I think, it, like um, Justin said, it's you know, Black Panther for white women, and when they go out, they go out and support big time. Whether or not it's good or bad, but they they, they supported it. I don't I think now they're gonna be trying to Hasbro's gonna be making or Mattel's gonna be trying to make a movie about all their toy properties now. Uno and all these other things. <laughs> Potato Head the movie, I don't know. 
That could be a horror Listen. movie. Yeah, it like, could like be. Like pumpkin head, but potato head. No, it's something like potato that. head. It's taking pieces of people and putting. I don't know. It's just... <laughs> Right. I'm, I'm, I'm begging. I'm, I'm, is, is, I'm begging for the, for, for the, 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 the kids to go out and, and to topple Barbie with the Five Nights at Freddy movie. Like, if you guys love this shit so much, go watch the Five Nights at Freddy movie. It's coming out in like a couple of months, and then we can, and they can topple Barbie and get it out of here. I don't want this thing sitting. It, um, Batman was Dark Knight was there had, had been at the highest right since 2008. I don't want for fifth. I don't want to be in my in my late fifties, just just the late fifties, early sixties, and just and then that just be when something eclipses Barbie. Like it should not be at the top Fast of the eleven. Let's get trust get it out. Has it passed I, Avatar two? Um, in terms of like out well out of Warner movies because oh, Avatar is not a Warner. Yeah, it's it's across all movies. I thought it was. Really I don't know where it ranks. Um, us all. Trust me. On the year. sir, yeah, please, okay, please. Well, it's not Fast Eleven; it's Fast Ten Part Two. X is yeah. X, X squared two. or something. Come on, yeah, man. X two, X. It's like an whatever iPhone. Whatever they're gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> it's not ten; it's XR. Like what? <laughs> it's such a dysfunctional last <laughs> Well, the next one is gonna bring everything home. Trust me. Oh. They're going back in time. <laughs> the next what? Next Fast and Furious. The next Fast. Also, oh, the Rock is in. We it? got two more to go. You got two more but to I'm go. Saying, I, thought just, I thought they had just one movie. Now is it? No, nah, no, it is one movie. It's yeah. just going to be sold in three parts. <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's it. There's That's not enough it. family for them to make it to. T- <laughs> Listen, we got extended cousins. They're all showing up next movie. They're going to bring Paul Walker's brother, his, his real life brother, to play Paul Walker. They're going to bring him back. I say you just that's say, like, like The Rock is their father. That. Like, you got to get time travel involved, multiverse. You got to hit all of it now, seriously. <laughs> multiverse. That's amazing. Get Dom from another dimension. That's what we need. We need another Dom Toretto exactly. from an alternate exactly. Dom Toretto. His real life twin can play him. Yeah, just. They, there you go. Yeah. That's it. We got to destroy Barbie. We got to take it down. Except the the alternate Dom Toretto stayed on the track of being a break dancer. And he's, you know, he's gonna come. In, he's gonna say they they still battling, but you know, one does it with cars and the other one did dances. He's out there doing like the, the Dave Chappelle robot man in the back. <laughs> <laughs> he's on the racetrack, popping. Oh my goodness. <laughs> It works. Well, please. I, look, I, I'd be on board with that, Justin. If anything can can topple Barbie, please let it happen. All right. So we're going to get into our lists here. Um, again, I love I love lists. And I know all of you guys do too. So, Hanif, we're going to start off with you um, <clears throat> because you're our guest. We'll start off with you. Okay. Give us your, give me your three best and your three worst movie or TV experiences for this summer. And a little synopsis as to why, or maybe a story around what might have happened. Okay, we'll go with best. Um, so the first one, I would say, I guess in chronological order, uh, would be a film, The Blackening. Uh, well, it wasn't like the, you know, wasn't a, a groundbreaking film, but I thought it was really enjoyable. Uh, my son and I went to the theaters, and we actually had a lot of laughs. Actually, the theater, one of the few times uh, this year we went to the theater, and like collectively people were laughing at the same jokes. Um, so I would say the blackening. Uh, 
another film which is most recent in my memory uh, as far as having a good time watching it was actually the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, the recent uh, Ninja Turtle movie. The animation style was different, um, kind of like um, uh, Miles Morales' Spider-Man was a different art style, which I appreciated. Um, and they, you know, they did a lot of, you know, uh, I guess use a lot of new slang to get kind of rope in the, the younger viewers, but a lot of references using Ice Cube as the main bad guy, a lot of uh, dialogue he used, the older people knew and, and kind of caught on to what he was saying. Um, thirdly would be a streaming show, uh, Netflix, uh, well, movie would be Extraction 2. You know, you get Chris Hemsworth. And the, the single shot uh, fight uh, choreography when he's you know fighting doing the jailbreak scene I think early on in the film, that was great. I mean that movie itself I mean it's not a you know a think piece but it's just action you know breaking so extracting someone out surviving the extraction and killing bad guys that I love I enjoyed the movie I enjoyed the you know TV movie. Um, worst I would say uh, is uh, Fast and Furious. I don't think I need to say why. It's just obvious. It's, I, I told myself I wasn't going to see it. I told myself I wasn't going to see it. And then I was like, oh, let's go to the theater. Let's go see Fast Friends. I'm like, okay, sure. And I sat there like, these really? You're doing this cheesy line. I can, and now I guess in my old age of 42, I can kind of see the, the green screen kind of stuff happening. And I'm like, this is so, this is. Never again, and I'm sure I'll be paying to see the, 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 <laughs> the, the ending of this. Um, so yeah, fast, fast, furious. I, I don't know how to make so much money. That's like, I, anyway. <laughs> uh, second, second worst uh, of this year so far, I would say, is this current season of The Witcher. I didn't appreciate them splitting up eight episodes into, a, I think, a five and three season. I think they could have mm -hmm. put it all out at once. Um, I had never read the books. I'm basing my my interest off of it off the video games, so I don't know if they're diverging from the film. I mean, from the books, but I know definitely what's happening is not what's happening in the in the, in the games that I've played. Um, some of the dialogue, it's kind of um, heavy, and The Witcher, as I've come to know him as a girl, I like to see the action. A lot more episodes will focus more around the mages and their dialogue is just a snooze fest. Um, and I'm not really excited to see uh, Chris Hemsworth's brother play uh, uh, the Wish version of uh, Henry Cavill's uh, Geralt. Um, I'm trying to think of what my third bad experience uh, streaming or movie was. Um, since it didn't come out, I don't think it came out this year. I was gonna say Shazam 2. I don't know if Shazam 2 came out this year or was it, it last did. year? It came out March. this year, but I don't think it came out this it came summer. Out this year. Okay. I think it was yeah. April. Well, I, I, yeah, saw yeah. It in, I saw it on streaming, so I think that to, okay. that to me is when I saw it. Um, it yeah, they, was, we'll, we'll it count trash. it because that was, was bad it was enough. Trash. It's bad enough to be bad for the whole year. And it, it, was, it was trash, and I, I, I hope they don't make us a Shazam 3. Um, <laughs> this, I, yeah, I have no words. It just, it's, it's one of those, like, I think about saving graces, I didn't pay to see it. That's. I don't even want to acknowledge. I would say, you know, I guess the honorable mention would be uh, the Flash movie, but I'm not even going to acknowledge that I paid for it. <laughs> I just—it's one of those where I dropped my wallet and I lost some money somewhere. That—that that was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's oh, my man. my best and worst three of uh, three of the year. 
All right, Joe, it's over to you. That's the worst of the summer. All right, so I'm going to start with uh, a movie. Actually, this came out on, at least in America, came out April 28th. So it's close enough. Um, it's a Finnish film. It's a foreign film. It's called uh, Sisu. I don't know if any of you guys saw mm, it. Sisu, yeah, um, yeah. Did you see it? Yes. Yeah, I saw it. Okay. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. It was, uh, you know, and it was from uh, made from the same producers as John Wick, so it caught my interest and uh, checked it out, and it, it didn't disappoint. I mean, I, the, the main actor didn't even speak the entire film until the very end when he asked for his money. <laughs> but outside of that, he says nothing. And I was like, wow, this is crazy. <laughs> yeah, everybody else is talking around him, but he says nothing. Um, he says it with his actions, though. Uh, so that's number three for best. Uh, number two, got to go with Cousin Miles. Miles Morales and uh, <laughs> Across the Spider-Verse. Um, really enjoyed it. We talked about it. We did the show about it. Uh not much else to say. It's really, you know, it's probably one of the biggest films this summer, um, and it definitely was an improvement over the first film. And the first film was fantastic. And my number one, and I'm sure there's no surprise here, what my favorite movie of the summer is. It's Mission Impossible. Obvious. There's no movie that I don't even know why. Well, look, and and Joe, you have nothing to be upset about. The like, you also went to the premiere. Of that film, yes. yeah. So you, that, so that experience, just in and of itself, even if the movie if that wasn't was, great, that would experience. Dude, amazing. I was, uh, I was within ten feet of Tom. Right, right. I got really close, uh, not close enough, but I got, I was there. Um, <laughs> Does he have security? Actually, on the red carpet, Does he have security with him? that was fun. Yeah, there's, um, I forgot. Oh God, what's the name of the security firm? It doesn't matter, but. Yeah, so when he was getting, so I was at the end of the, so I was standing at the end of the media line, so, um, and I was waiting for him to come through, and by the time he was coming through, the guards were coming, uh, the security team was coming, pushing everybody back, uh, so didn't know, and, and honestly, I wasn't going to uh, ask for a picture or anything like that, because in that area, no, nobody was doing that, mm-hmm. um, you know. Uh, so I didn't want to risk getting asked to leave. So um, uh, did that also got to actually speak with the Christopher McQuarrie. Um, that was pretty cool. Uh, and um, yeah, I met some other people. Uh, it was a it was a night that I'm going to remember. It was a I never experienced anything like that. It was fun. And um, who else was there? I wanted to tell you. Um, Oh my god! Oh, a uh, funny story. So um, I just got there. I got there early, and um, I'm on the I'm on the carpet. And who walks up to me and introduces himself? <laughs> Esai Morales comes up oh, to wow. me, <laughs> introduces himself to me. I'm like, first I'm like stunned, right? I'm like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> he like he comes up to me. He's like. You know, Isai Morales, very nice to meet you. And I'm like, uh, Joe Morales, very good to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and um, yeah, and he's like, let me introduce you to my publicist. And I'm like, did he think you were somebody else? Like, like, that's a yes. Okay. So I'm like, 
So I go back to uh, my friend, uh, a coworker, friend David, who who uh, was there at you know, at his invitation. Um, I'm like, hey, do they think we're like important back here or something? Because Eastside just came and introduced himself to me. I you know I was just walking around and he just stopped he stopped me and introduced himself to me because you have to be there you had to be dressed in uh what you saw I had to wear like a at least a you know suit jacket pants and stuff you know um to be there so uh yeah that was just, it was just weird I was like why is he introducing himself to me <laughs> uh I said he must think I'm somebody in the business or something so far from it <laughs> I said big fan love your work and i just kept moving on you should have um, told them well you know i do do a podcast so uh, you know yeah, like, that maybe that's where you know me from that maybe that's where yeah. you know me from yeah there was a uh, vanessa kirby was sitting in front of me when i was watching the movie nice. she was right she was right in front of me but we sat really close i don't i don't like to sit close we were in the fifth row yeah um but there's the stage, and then the screen is on the stage, like a few feet back, and then I was in the fifth row. Um, so it was like a little closer than I want to be, because I was like looking up, you know, a lot of the time. But yeah, I was like uh, Vanessa Kirby in front of me. I had, um, uh, what's his name? Um, Keenan um, from Saturday Night Live. Keenan the Cow. Oh, Keenan Mitchell. Yeah, Keenan Mitchell. Yeah. Was it? Is it? Uh, Mitchell? I don't know what his last name. No, it's not. That's not Keenan Mitchell. It's uh, whatever. But Cal Mitchell. Yeah, he was the other one. Yeah. yeah. Keenan Thompson. Keenan yeah. Thompson. He was sitting behind me. A few people to my to my left. Um, yeah, the dude from uh, Top Gun was there, um, and he was in Falcon Winter Soldier. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Danny. Danny is it Danny Ramirez? He he played. Mm-hmm. He was in Top Gun Maverick. Um, he was there. Yeah, it was a, a lot of a lot of stars with it. Michael Shannon was there. Um, who else? Nice. Uh, uh, Tony Danza was there. <laughs> Tony Danza was there. Really? Uh, yeah, it was it was cool. Uh, and the stars of the movie were there. Obviously, the only star that was missing was Ving Rhames, but everybody else was there. He was too busy to show up. Um, so what, huh? was he too busy to show up? He had pressing business. He, he was I, I at the know. Magic uh, Johnson Theater. Promo. We we catered to all. So he did. He was the only the, one. The premiere at the Magic Johnson Theater. The Magic Johnson Theater. Oh my goodness! But uh, yeah, it was it was a fun night. But outside of that, and that had no influence on my by me picking MI Seven. That's my favorite movie so far this summer. Okay. Um, I thought it was fantastic. I know there's people with differing views, but I thought it was fantastic, and I'm looking forward to part two. Right. I don't know when we're going to get it, because now with the writer's strike and everything going on. Uh, but, yeah. Well, let's get to your worst. All right. I think you already know one of them, what's going to be. Um, I Actually, I'm going to roll with Hanif on this one. I'm going to go with Fast X. Even though I did, I did. You have to know my relationship with Fast X. <laughs> I I love the Fast and Furious franchise. Okay, I went to see Fast X twice. Wow, I do, but it's just uh, it's so bad that it's good. Like it's so bad, like I'm still gonna enjoy it. Mm-hmm. 
but it was it was bad. It was definitely not anywhere close to any of the best fast movies. No, it wasn't. Um, and I didn't like the way it ended. And when Tom Cruise can go and do the same thing you just did in the same country in Rome, and do it like a hundred times better than you did, and you're supposed to be a car franchise that's supposed to this is supposed to be your your bread and butter, and it just no. So uh, yeah, so that's number three. Um, I don't know if you guys saw this movie with Ben Affleck. I think it was on Paramount Plus or one of those Hypnotic. Mm. Oh God! Yeah, that was bad. awful. Oh, yeah, that was, bad. Yeah. that was awful. Um, I was like, God, why did I? Why did I waste ninety plus minutes watching this trash? Um, and then the final one, I think you already know, Secret Invasion. Mm. <laughs> Poorly done. It was probably the the worst Marvel series they've they've done so far. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And I really wanted to like it. Everybody did. But I mean, essentially, they just made the scrolls the strongest beings in the Marvel universe, pretty much. I mean, I I I, I definitely enjoyed the acting. I thought the acting was on par. In well, I mean, Sam Jackson. I mean, and yeah. Don Chitty, you can't go wrong with that. Yeah. This is this is but not a. It's. Plot it's not itself. the acting. The yeah. story sucked. <laughs> yeah. I, think, I was on Justin before the show started. The, I think the best episodes of the of the six or eight of them is that i think it's episode two the the, the, the conversation that sam jackson has with don Cheadle in the diner oh in the, yeah in that's the restaurant. two oh yeah yeah. That, yeah episode two and then just you can close out by watching episode eight just oh the last episode just to see how everything comes to a head but mm-hmm. other than that that dialogue right there to me was the entire series like i don't it was a good dialogue by two good actors and it kind of like the uh um, heat with a De Niro and Pacino kind of thing. Like you just have two great actors, yeah. one on one. There's no other, no, nothing else going on. They just have sharing the space, you know, face to face kind of thing. And I thought that was yeah. Cool. There, there's and there's I think there's two of those sequences in episode two where he's talking. The first one when he's talking to Ben Mendelsohn in the train, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and they're they're having their back and forth about like you know, you know how the scrolls got here, what has happened since he's been gone. Like, yeah. um, I thought that was really good as well. So just watch episode two, and then that's it, Justin. <laughs> You'll be good. <laughs> All right, Justin, over to you. Here we go. So what, I'm sorry, what are we doing first? <laughs> you, want the, you want the best? Do your best. Do your best. Your three best and your three worst experiences. All right. Uh, all right. So already off the top, across the Spider-Verse, nothing beats that this year. I'm sorry. That's the best thing I've seen. Um, Joe already covered it, so we don't have to say any more about that. Surprisingly, I'm going to put Mario Brothers on this list. <laughs> Man, I know you love video games, I'm Justin. I'm laughing because Joe's laughing. I'm not. I'm, I actually enjoyed Mario Brothers. But listen, listen. I'm. I'm gonna say. You know what it is? Out of all of these movies, I found myself like I'm going by not just what I liked and what I saw in theaters, but actually what I watched again at home and yeah I'm gonna say that um yeah I liked Mario Brothers I'm sorry it was it was fun it was cute I loved it it was funny everybody was singing that Peaches song it was it was great I'm sorry it was, it was. <laughs> uh 
Now this one, I'm going to say, what was the season, the last season of Jack Ryan? I was thoroughly mm. engrossed, okay. loved it from beginning to end, and yeah. I'm sad Michael, to see Michael it Pena. Yes, Michael yo, Pena. He, shit, he <laughs> was it's amazing. Like, it's like, jeez. Like, that is and not, that is, is not Luis. Domingo. <laughs> he's, he's one of Rainbow this Six. This is how he got into prison. Yo, I'm hoping that this leads into a Rainbow Six series. Because he, oh, his, his character, character was, was one of the original. Of Rainbow yeah. Six, yeah. So I'm hoping it does that ah. there. Uh, so yeah, those were my three, the best things I've seen this summer. Um, I was going to say honorable mention goes to Hijack, but that ending killed it. Is that Apple TV Plus, yeah, right? The one with yeah, yeah I didn't see it yet. The, the ending kind of like it, it removed all the good favor it built with me, so that's why I got left off. Is Hijack yeah, gonna have a second season? Um, is it gonna have a second? I don't know. I don't. I mean, the Hijack's over. The way it ended, I, I haven't <laughs> yeah. seen it. So the way it ended is it doesn't look like. Yeah. It's hey, be... you can't say we'll have a second because we got like nine takers. <laughs> so. Exactly. His <laughs> he can just get on another on. plane and get hijacked. It doesn't, okay. Well, this time, this time, next time, maybe he'll get on a train there or a go. bus. Yeah, like speed. Now he'll get hijacked. He's on a cruise ship now. There you go. Cruise ship. But uh, all right. So the last, so the, the worst things I've seen. Um, I'm, I'm gonna stand alone on this. I know, but I'm gonna say number one was Transformers: Rise of the Beast. I had high hopes, and I hated that movie. Mm-hmm. I hate it yeah. with a passion. The Maximals did absolutely nothing. Okay, it was it was it was horrible, and they got killed. That's what <laughs> they came in to make way for Optimus Prime and Bumble. Yo, they were cannon fodder. That was Rise of the Cannon Fodder. That was it. That was what their job was. And their homeboy gets like a mech suit, like out of a broken transformer. I, I was just like, why? Why are we doing this? Why? Sam Witwicky could have gotten that. Yo, and I'm like. Put some respect on Shia. He tried, okay? I'm not going to lie. I put. I, I love the first Transformers. I had to come home and watch the first Transformers movie. And I was just like... <laughs> the, the rest of Palette. Yeah, I had to. It was just like... Yo, I'll even take... Yo, I'll even take Homeboy... What's, what's, what's the guy from the... the Mark Wahlberg? There you go. Cade. I'll even take that over this. This was just not it. You've gone too far now, Biggs. Listen, that's how bad. That's how bad I was. Just like, man, I miss Mark. Man, get him back. Let's work it out. <laughs> really? I, Joe. I just. What's his name? Uh, Anthony Ramos. He jump started Optimus Prime. I mean, for, <laughs> yo, with it a was serious battery. <laughs> listen, listen. Yeah. I just didn't like yo the whole inclusion of the GI Joe at the end. It was just like none of it worked. It just didn't. That made it interesting. It just. What, I did what like that. What the hell is GI Joe gonna do? Like you already saw in the first Bumblebee how ineffective regular soldiers were. Sir. It was just like, come on. Yeah, but GI Joe is not regular soldiers. What? Yeah. They're America's elite fighting force. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. All right. But they say Yo Joe a lot. Yo, Joe, they can have the Rock show up now. He could be Roadblock again. Oh my no, goodness, man. no. Wait, wait, no. Was he Roadblock? Or he was someone else. He was like Roadblock's cousin or something. I forgot. What he was Roadblock. He was. Oh, he no, was he, was Roadblock. he was Roadblock. He was Yeah. Got to bring back Duke. We could bring him back. Just say Duke. He, he got blown. You know. Duke is in a chair right now. <laughs> Sipping tea. He, he can have Duke. Listen, I'm just saying. So we can bring back Marlon Wayans. Who did Marlon Wayans? That's Wayne's right. Play? Wasn't he Crazy Legs or something? I don't know. 
Crazy legs. What was he? What was he? What was, he, what was his character? I don't remember. I don't. Was there a GI Joe character named Crazy Legs? Yes, there was. You thinking a Rocksteady crew? No, there was a GI Joe named Crazy. Was, I'm guessing he was black because he who was he beatboxing like like police academy dude <laughs> when he's shooting a cobra he's like oh my the god <laughs> these, dude these are some jive turkeys here we gotta shoot these motherfuckers <laughs> yo hold on I'm looking there. he's like jazz he comes in music blasting <laughs> he's like, you want a piece of he definitely meat definitely was a crazy leg want a piece of meat no I want two and he just ripped up four jazz. <laughs> I, I remember that that was horrible. Oh my god, Crazy Leg. Okay, I'm the soldier named Crazy Leg. I'm, 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 <laughs> yo, I think I had that toy. Oh, Marlon Wayne's was Ripcord. Crazy yes. Legs. That's real close. Crazy Legs, Ripcord. <laughs> crazy Legs is what they call Captain D- Lieutenant Dan in Boris Gump. Crazy No Legs. Oh man. Yes, there is a Crazy Legs. G.I. Joe. I just looked it up. It goes for four hundred. Black. It goes for five hundred dollars online. But is he black? He. Let's see. He is not. He's brown. Is a white character named Crazy Lee? <laughs> yes. He comes oh, with a parachute. Yeah. Ooh, listen. <laughs> Don't, they all do when you throw them out the. <laughs> You throw them out the window, so what's right? What's the third worst movie? Well, I, okay, the other two. Let's get into. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Got it So, 65 with uh, Adam Driver. Oh, when, when did that come out? Didn't even bother. Huh? I forgot. I saw that on Netflix. Oh, yeah, that was doo doo. That's how bad it was. Remember, it was supposed. To, they did a same day release. The day it was supposed to come out in theaters, they put it on streaming, and it was really okay. Bad. I, I, I was. I, it was just horrible. And, I just can't bring myself to and watch then it. Finally, yet. You're, not, you're not missing anything. You're and then finally, anything. a movie I just saw last night, Elemental. Uh, that was bad. Mm. I'm listen. I'm a grown man. I need a villain in these movies. I don't want it to be <laughs> your villain is your emotions or your self respect. Don't encanto me to death. I need a villain. Okay. I need somebody we wait, could wait, punch, wait, wait, fight, something. I don't want it to be. They were elements, Justin. Which what element was going to be the village? Air. They could have fought what? each other. You just want conflict, my dude. <laughs> yes. <laughs> then it would have been Avatar. It, it, it would have just been Avatar. Mean, huh? It would have just been was Avatar. Fire then. and ice. Fire, fire water, water. Yes. Were yes. They, yeah, they, 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 that's they that's so the conflict was with the they parents. were racist. Yeah. No, no, no. The water was racist. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. They were. It was a rom com. Yeah. It was a rom com. I just so needed play, this, I, listen. This when I sat there, I sat there and I watched it with my wife. I was like, "So who's the villain in this?" She's like, "It was their emotions. They it's didn't a, live up to their good night." I don't want to hear that. It's a Pixar movie. They didn't live up to their potential. Not all Pixar Not all Pixar movies have villains. Yo, I just listen. I sat there and I was watching a kids movie, expecting it to make sense. No, listen. A lot of kids movies made sense. I'm just saying, like, I needed. I needed there to be an actual villain. And what I did to back up my case was I found an article online that uh, one of the characters early on in the draft was supposed to be the villain, but they scrapped it and went with this new age hokum. That, you know, it's just feelings. Oh, so the movie was woke? That's <laughs> yeah, movie yeah, was it was. It was like, you know, the insecurities is what led to the downfall. But if we believe in ourselves and we can accomplish anything, such as touch my girlfriend who's made of fire. You know that that made sense. <laughs> yes. Well, 
Well, they didn't accomplish box oh, no, office there's a reason uh, dominance because no, it no, sucks. No, nobody, nobody went nobody. to see it. Nobody, because even you know, even the trailer, I was like, "Look at this! This, this is trash." It looks beautiful, though. In case you do decide to watch it, like animation, everything beautiful. But the story is it, on, is it on Disney Plus already? Or is Again, my man, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't. <laughs> well, okay. What's coming for streaming at the end of this month is Indiana Jones. We're gonna have that like. Yeah. By the end of the month. I'm sorry, Crystal Skull kind of uh, ruined it. Uh, you know, slow, slowed me down from wanting to see uh, Geriatric Jones uh, with a whip. It's like, did anyone see it? It would have been a. No one saw yeah, it. I didn't see it. Yeah, see, there you I go. didn't see that it. Tells you everything you need. I to wanted know. to, but it was just like I, I was not. I think they missed their boat. They missed the calling of trying to pass the torch. They shouldn't have had him play Indiana Jones. If anything, it could have been. He could have handed that mantle off. I don't know if in the film he does, but handed off to another young entrepreneur. Or uh, he should. Well, he was supposed to hand it off to Shia LaBeouf back. I in thought the, so uh, too. No one that. no one that's what it was supposed to happen. Greaser outfit doing that shit, man. Come on, that's, that's what. That's what was, that was, was supposed to happen. So yeah, what happened? No, I, I wouldn't have watched that. No, I think no. they, they Brendan Fraser. They should have rode the hype when it was after Mummy Two and, and casted him as Indiana Jones. Uh, Son, or, or no, he's along for a ride. I think that's what they missed. They're, they're calling. Well, should have wrote him into Uncharted, yeah. right, Malik? <laughs> they, that that would have worked. That would rather watch Uncharted to some too. degree. That was actually yeah. Good. To some degree, that could have worked. Yeah. Um, well, I'm glad that we all had some diversity in our lists. Um, I'm gonna give mine now. I'm glad we had some diversity in our lists and something to something to talk on. So, for me, my three. Um, uh, in no in no particular order, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Um, we Wait, is did, it best or worse? It's best. Okay. Um, we reviewed it. I love that movie. Um, loved it as a as a closer of the Guardians of the Galaxy uh, trilogy. Um, whether it whether or not it's you know it's definitely obviously the MCU canon, but it stands alone. That trilogy to me stands alone um, as its own trilogy. Um, and it was to me the perfect ending to that trilogy for those three um, movies. Uh, the second one, and if you touched on it, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Mutant Mayhem. I loved this movie. I had so much fun. I, this was one of those movies where I really did not think I was going to enjoy this movie at all. Mm-hmm. My kids wanted mm-hmm. to go see it. I mm-hmm. was just like, uh. The animation, I was kind of like, I was like, uh, I'll check it out. The animation didn't look too bad. I, I, I got accustomed to it after seeing the trailer a number of times. Um, so I was ready for the animation. But the, the, the movie was just fun. I just enjoyed the movie. I enjoyed these guys, these these Ninja Turtles. Like, them being kids and, you know, wanting to be a part of the, you know, human the, the, the human world, you know, want to be a part of the human world and just wanting that experience. And then how it ends um, as well. I'm not going to spoil it for people, but how it ends um, is also really cool um, because it delves into, you know, um, being different, right? And and like accepting who you are and accepting your differences, um, which they've never really touched on as far as the Ninja Turtles are concerned, but they but they, they do it here and it, it actually does work. And I hope they make a second one. I really do hope well, they the make way, a second the, one. The, the post-credit scenes... Uh, uh, I'd like to say that yes, there is that suggestion. Yeah, two, yes, there is that suggestion. Pretty much leads to yeah. yeah so yeah, uh, but also yeah, kind of suggest there's going to be a sequel. Yeah, hopefully yeah. They, they 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 jump in on that and do it. I think the movie did well. I I think to me the 
I guess the crowning moment was uh, the Ninja Turtles talking about bacon, egg, and cheese. And the, uh, yes. And, yes. And all, all, the, all, the, all, the, all the hit new slang, like Riz and all that other stuff, oh, and Mikey talking yes. in, in an alleyway. That was pretty funny. As, and, and as a native New Yorker, like sitting in the theater in Atlanta, Georgia, when they're going through that, and I'm cracking up, and everybody else is like, people are looking, looking around like, what is so funny? I'm like, yo, you don't, you just don't get it. It's fine. It's fine. It's, it's my yeah. thing. Okay. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> um, the third one uh, was a horror movie, uh, Talk to Me. Uh, I don't know if you guys got a chance to see Talk to Me in the theaters. I was not not expecting much out of this movie. It was it felt like your you know normal run of the mill possession type you know movie, but it was really well done, well acted, a few jump scares in there. Um, the ending, if you you know if you watch enough horror movies, you kind of know where it where it's going by the ending. But even if you didn't, like it was still you know shocking enough for for those who you know, weren't following it to the, to, to the T very good movie. Completely recommend that people go and see it now for my worst. And again, this is not worst movies, but just worst experiences. Um, definitely agree with you, Justin Transformers rise of the beasts. All right. Um, I've come around to, I mean, my personal issue with that is Mirage is my favorite transformer has always been my favorite transformer it was my favorite transformer when, the toy during 80s you know they're in the 80s 90s love that and that character and the fact that like they just they they made uh who was the voice of that character um pete davidson pete davidson, pete davidson yeah. was the voice of the character it just it it just didn't hit for me and then the rest of the movie was just ridiculous even more ridiculous in fast 10 um because at least I've had ten movies or nine movies of the, the Toretto's being superheroes. That by the time the tenth one happens, I just accepted that they are superheroes, and so I just moved, just <laughs> just went along with it. With this one, like this this dude was just you know just a regular kid from from Brooklyn. what was he from Brooklyn? I don't remember. Yeah, he was from Brooklyn, and Washington you know Heights. no abilities or powers whatsoever, and all of a sudden he's you know he's saving the world. Um, yeah, that was ridiculous to me. And if you mentioned it, the Flash. Um, the flash was, I wanted to like this movie and I had heard good things about it going into it. Like some people, there were some, some reviewers on YouTube and that were talking about it and they were talking about how, you know, they really enjoyed the film and they were, you know, upset because of all the situation with Ezra Miller causing the people to not want to go see it. Well, I wouldn't saw it and no, 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 it just wasn't good. That's why people didn't that's why people didn't enjoy it. And that's why nobody watched it. It just wasn't a good movie overall. Um and so it just wasn't a good experience watching that movie. Um the people saying that this movie got the multiverse stuff right and the MCU got it wrong, you guys are lying to yourselves. It's like you guys are just lying to yourselves. If MCU has got it wrong with multiverse stuff, so did they. So did them. So everybody's wrong. Everybody's Who wrong on the multiverse stuff. No, I did. I was reading that too. That was part of the thing that I was reading. Was like the people were like, "Oh, the Flash is really good because it got the multiverse stuff right." It's not as confusing as as the as the, the MCU. Multiverse is made up. There's no right or wrong. Little <laughs> multiverse. You get them a nurse. Yeah. Get them a nurse here. Now the third one, Joe. I know you're not going to agree with me on this one. The third one on my list. My experience. My experience. Mission Impossible, Dead oh Reckoning Part One, he, and here's my gonna, reasoning, I'm with Joe. Gonna, and, I'm, Joe, I'm signing off right now. Joe, Joe, signing off. Joe, my favorite yeah. character of the last three Mission Impossible movies. You know it. 
It's not been Tom. Simon. Yeah, I know. And that's I not do. because that's not because I don't like Tom. But my favorite character of the last three Mission Impossible, or yeah, at least three Mission Impossible movies, was Ilsa Faust. They killed Ilsa Faust. I was done. After that happened, I was done. I don't care. That movie's been out for like a month. month. If you ain't seen it yet, you need to see that. What happened to her in that movie, in this, in this movie pissed me off to so many, to such a degree. I could not enjoy the rest of my first time watching this movie. I had to go see the second time. You knew it was coming. I, I, I knew it was coming. I had a feeling, but I didn't want to believe it. And so that experience was so gut wrenching to me, and that's what the movie was great. But they that foreshadowed experience was it so right gut wrenching. Five minutes of the movie, I mean, yeah. they foreshadow it. Well, so, you, you know, think, you think that she's, you think that the character's been killed off in the beginning of the movie, and then he, you know, he's. I'm he not saves even talking her. about that. I'm talking about um, when they when they show the past event in uh, Ethan's life yeah. when he with, with the Isai mm-hmm. uh, when they show that. Um, that kind of foreshadows what's going to happen to Ilsa. Yeah. So, Joe, for that reason and that she reason alone, don't worry. I almost checked. I don't out. accept. I don't accept your reason. I almost checked I out of that it. movie halfway through when that it. happened. <laughs> I had to watch it a second time it. to enjoy it. So I'm, that that's why that's on Wait, the list for me in terms of that? experiences. Huh? I've seen it three times. I mean, wow. What is I've the seen it twice. That I've she seen it shows twice. up in the next one. It's not. There's it's, no chance. That that would piss me off even worse. Okay, <laughs> just maybe just, the just she'll come back. No, maybe nah. that. I'll take that. I'll take. I'll, she can't I'll come take back her in a flashback. She can't come back. Got her in I'll the take heart, her in a flashback, right? but nothing other than that. I can't remember if he stabbed her in the heart. I, he's, he, he stabbed her to the point where she died. Or maybe the maybe the <laughs> AI will help like, her back. No, the, 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 the AI no. doesn't bring you back to life. It just. <laughs> They were they were just Joe, such gotta say it. dude just Joe they were just such a good team man they were they I was I was surprised that team. they did it I didn't think they were actually gonna do it I was very surprised and I was like wow I can't I can't believe they actually did it um what if it's just a big boy now you got Haley Atwell which is no no and that's was worse I, she's, she's oh. horrible in my opinion in comparison really? in comparison. I wouldn't she's say horrible. she's horrible. Okay, I would not a, say she's horrible. She's no Ilsa. She'll never be Ilsa. She's not supposed to be Ilsa. She'll never be as good. Sorry. That's she's it. not a special agent. <laughs> not she's special not agent. an agent at all. But yeah, now she is. She's no, now, now she is. She's in IMF now. At the, end, <laughs> at the end, yes. But, I mean, I don't know how true that's going to be. I mean, what she, can, she, she don't have time to go through training. <laughs> I mean... She's still alive. If I'd have known, what I, I, you, you saw Rebecca Ferguson at the at the premiere, right, Joe? I did. If you go to the premiere for the next one and she happens to show up, apologize to her on my behalf. Just just tell her, like you know. Yeah. I can only hope that I can get to the second one, but uh, yeah, I'm still hurting from that. So, <laughs> well, anyway. but I mean, those like little things. Like she wasn't, she didn't appear too much in the trailers. It was mostly. But, yeah. It was mostly. Tom and uh, Haley Atwell, um, and you know, a couple of others, um, Simon Pegg, but she did she did not appear too much in the trailer. Um, then when they when they the the pseudo kill, the the fake kill in the beginning, I was like, oh, she can't be dead, no way. And then she comes back, 
only to really get killed later on. Ugh. Don't remind me. Love the movie. Great movie. Bad experience. That first experience was horrible. I remember that for a while. Um, uh, was it honorable mention to Oppenheimer for worst for me? Um, <laughs> right, that movie was boring. Okay, that movie was that movie was boring. Okay, if, I, I can't dispute that. I cannot sit for three hours talking about the. The, the, the dropping of the atomic bomb and not see the dropping. And all I got to see was the practice. That's like, that's, it's like, that's like going to a basketball game and all you got to see was practice. You didn't get to go to the game. You got to see shoot around. Like, that's what you got to see. You went to shoot around and then you had to leave when the game came on. You got to watch it on TV. It was horrible. Horrible. I, I, yeah, because they don't even show when they drop it on Japan. No. They no. just like they just tell you it happened. They just tell you what happened. They, um, they show, they show the, you everything right up to the point where the planes take off. To go drop it, and then yeah, then you then then they they talk about it. I'm like, oh, you wanted to see that part? Uh, we needed more money in the budget for that scene. What, how did the explosion look? I know he was talking about how he's using, like obviously he's using nuke or anything, but it, like, does it look anything different than a normal movie explosion? It was so it was it was such a small part of the film because yeah. again, it was their practice run. That was what mm-hmm. you saw. That explosion. That was the explosion you actually saw right. when they practiced it in the U.S. Um. It didn't, yeah. It that was that was another thing. I was like, I paid IMAX prices for this because I was told like this was the thing to see in the IMAX, right? So I was like, I paid IMAX prices for this. I mean, my ticket was free because I had to do the AMC Plus thing, but everybody else, I paid over a hundred dollars for these seats, over a hundred dollars for the snacks, and I got nothing to show for it. Nothing. Horrible. That was really bad experience. Well, I could see, I could see what bad experience. I was just me. I saw it by myself. Ugh. And can't get your money back. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I did like it, but like I said, I wouldn't. I don't think I'd rewatch it. It wasn't that type of film. Um, I thought it was well acted. Story yeah. was good. Uh, I don't know how true it is. How you know how accurate mm-hmm. uh, the depiction is, but I enjoyed it. But Again, like I, I won't watch it again. And the whole climax or uh, of the bomb dropping is like, like Malik said, it was such a small portion of the film. It, it comes and goes very quickly. Um, it's all about the build up to the practice run, and then everything that happens in the courtroom, yeah, or in the um, uh, deposition. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I I I walk out of that theater wondering if the people at Barbie had more fun than me. And they probably did. They probably did, because <laughs> they walked out of the, they walked out of Barbie and they were happy. They were they were happy. And I was walking out upset, <laughs> but I still wouldn't go see Barbie. You um, took the whole family to see Oppenheimer. My yeah, it was it was me, my sister, my nephew, my oldest son, um, because I did want like from a historical context, I wanted them to see. If the historical, because there's no way I could get him to watch a documentary about Oppenheimer, right? So it's like it had to be a movie. You know? Pretty much a documentary. But it wound up being three hours of a documentary. <laughs> and I had wound up having to continue to, you know, just, is there more popcorn for you to eat? Just keep eating the popcorn, kid. It's like, I'm, I, can't, I, can't, I can't help you. I can't help you. It's not getting any better. Um, all right. So we're a little, before we roll out of here, um, next week, we got Strays coming out. 
um, which is the coming of age slash revenge movie um, starring a crew of foul mouth street dogs uh, with Will Ferrell, Harvey, Harvey Guillen, Jamie Foxx, Josh Gad, Will Forte, Randall Park, Isla Fisher, Sofia Vergara, and a bunch of others. We got Blue Beetle, as we mentioned earlier, uh, which is a reboot of the DC Universe. And then we've got a movie called Black, Back on the Strip. Did you guys, did you guys, have you guys seen the trailer for Back on the yes. Strip? I no. saw it yesterday. So hilarious. It's, 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 it, it looks funny. Um, it's basically, uh, basically about a, a magician, um, out of, out of work, uh, Las Vegas magician. He gets hired to open for the revival of an all black crew of male strippers in Vegas. Um, and the the stars in this movie it's Kevin Hart, uh, Wesley Snipes, Bill Bellamy, Faison Love, Tiffany Haddish, Gary Owen, JB Smoove. Like it's a one, it's a who's who of uh, black com black comedians that are in this movie. Um, watch the trailer. I'll just say the trailer looks. The trailer who's looks the fun. magician? That's, yeah, that's what I wanted to know. Who's the magician? Um, I I know this. The, the guy's name is Spence Moore the second. You might know him. The only thing I know him from is uh, All American. Um, the show All American. Um, is he the main character yeah, he, or something? In the, in he's the... in like one of the later seasons. He's he's one of the, like the, the 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 best friends of the main character. Um, but he's yeah he's the lead. Or yeah he yeah he I guess the story is focused around him. Um, but okay yeah I've, uh, I know I recognize him from uh, with Wonder Years. He plays the older brother. Oh, yeah. I, I haven't seen the new, the new, the new one of one. Oh, he's the older brother from the one years. Yeah. That's who the magician mm-hmm. is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, any interest in any one of these guys? You're going to be seeing. Oh, I, mean, I know you guys, Joe, you said you're going to see Blue Beetle. Are you interested yeah, in. Yeah, I'm sh- seeing Blue Beetle tomorrow. Are you interested in Strays at all? I've seen Strays. I've seen the trailer for Strays. Yeah, I saw, like five I saw the times. trailer for No, not really. I mean, I don't, I don't know if I'll go see it in the theater. No. <laughs> same. I feel about Strays the same way I felt about um, what was the one that they did where they were all. Um, food, no, where they were all food in the oh, sausage party. Oh, sausage party, sausage party. Yeah, mm. I was like, yeah, not, not, not spending my money seeing that. <laughs> I'll catch it at home. Um, Justin, catching uh, strays. We seeing. I'll be seeing Blue Beetle this weekend, and I will probably, uh, I will see back on the strip somehow. But I did see. <laughs> <laughs> I like the clarifying cough that preceded so, it. It's like, I will <clears throat> see it somehow. I'm going to see it. <laughs> well, I just saw it, and it looks hilarious. Um, just to say, I don't know, Malik, the, whatever you saw, but the preview with uh, Faison stripping. That Faison that was, is... <laughs> that by itself was, like, hilarious. So, was like, yeah. I will yeah. definitely, uh, I will, we will check that out. But yes, that. I do want to catch back on the strip. That, that does it looks look like it'll fun. have at least three laughs. You know, it's not going to be great, but it's fine. No, not at all. Not at all. It can't be, it can't be worse than White Men Can't Jump. That was ridiculous. Was it really? The reboot? Oh, I should have put that on. I should have put that on my list. That was horrible. Yeah, I didn't watch so it. I, 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 I'm that was so bad. We don't need to reboot that. That might have worked in the, in the heyday of N one when that was out. Like getting that movie to pop out, like when the professor show first showed up. Sure, but now, yeah, no nope. about what's happening nope. with Street Ball. <laughs> 
Not at all. And it didn't make me care what was happening in Street Boy because it just wasn't exactly wasn't good. Not yeah. good at all. Absolutely horrible. Um, all right, we're going to get up out of here. Um, before we do, Justin, tell the people how they can get in touch with us. All right. So you can find us on Facebook.com slash Cashmere Polyester. You can find us on Twitter.com with uh, username Cash Poly Podcast, as well as Instagram uh, under the username Cash Poly Podcast. All right. Yeah. And our episodes are available everywhere you get your podcasts. And some of these videos will also be up on YouTube. So subscribe and check us out on YouTube as well. Uh, Hanif, last but not least, how can folks get in touch with you? Uh, Instagram, our handle is Otaku Noir. So O-T-A-K-U-N-O-I-R, one word. You can visit us online at uh, www.otakunoir.com. All right. And don't forget, uh, running running a sale through the end of August, correct? Uh, August 27th. So yeah. August yeah. 27th is the last day. Right now, the boxes are $40 each. We already took the 20% off. You don't need a special promo code to re- get the reduced price. So please use the passcode, the promo code of CASHPOLY, one word, to get free shipping on your orders. That's right. That's right. The more of you, the more the, the more of you that order, the the better, the sweeter my victory of the uh, the the, the my victory will be. So you guys should order as much as you possibly can. So my victory is sweet when I get when I win the uh, the raffle. Okay, <laughs> I'm already in. The raffle is all random. There's no handouts here. I'm just look, I'm just throwing it out there that I plan on winning. I, I know you I know you enjoyed it right now. The election stuff is kind of hot right now, so Ooh. let everyone know this is above board. Hanif. This is above board right here. Hanif, you play to win the game. Okay, <laughs> I'm in it to win it. I'm speaking it into existence. I understand it is not rigged for me. But I'm playing to win the game. The winner will be notified via email. We will do a live stream on Instagram on August 28th of the uh, the actual drawing of the, the winning. So. Cashmerepolyester at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, thank you so much, guys, for Agent Joe, Base Panda God, and Hanif, a.k.a. Specs. That's where we're going with. Oh, spec? Specs. Okay. I'll go with that. It's better than crazy legs, so I'll, I'll take that. <laughs> I'll take specs. Specs. I am the Hall of Sun. We are the Cash Poly crew. Till next time. Peace out. <laughs>